and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 82. My name is Chris. This is Emmett. And this week, 007, The Living Daylights. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, uh, did just, just real brief, real quick here. Uh, I know at the end of last episode, 81, uh, we discussed that we were going to be talking about Moonstruck this week. Yeah, I'm not, did we actually say that? I'm not sure if we did actually oh, say Oh, did that. we not actually say that? But I'm, you're welcome to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, I just... Just want to bring this up. Uh, we lost. We did record an episode about Moonstruck, and we unfortunately lost it due to the audio goblins. Yeah. Um, Technical problems. That being said, Moonstruck is a fantastic film, uh, and you should see it. Yeah. Um, uh, just you know, just want to put that in there because it's a, it's a good film, and it you know should be seen. I, I just wanted to make yeah make a note of I, that for that sure it's... for sure. I mean, by by yeah. all means, we had every intention of of doing that. Yeah. But uh, you know, technical yeah. issues happen sometimes, and. That's and, the first time, and re recording a podcast about a topic is, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's it, it's just it's just going to feel real fake and 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 forced and not sort of the the way we we kind of talk about stuff. Um, at least talk about stuff anymore. Um, yeah, we used to you know a little more structured, but um, but uh, so yeah. So instead, uh, we've bumped uh, episode eighty fours to this episode. And we're talking about, yeah, 007, The Living Daylights. Yeah. Um, so, The Living Daylights um, was released June 1987. Actually, like, late June. Mm -hmm. So, like, June 28th, I think it was. 27th. 27th. So, it was, um, like, full-on summer release. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which, back then, that's... They used to they used to do Bond films as summer releases. Now, it's all just comic book movies. Well, it, there was a time when... It would definitely have qualified as a summer blockbuster. Yeah, I mean, you could still of, yeah. do it. It's oh, just yeah. that now it's all comic book oh, movies. Yeah, it would, it would, yeah. So it's sort of out of place. Yeah. Um, it is so. Living Daylights was the fifteenth film mm -hmm. in the official Leon Productions Bond film James Bond film series. Mm. Um, it was also, I guess, you could say, kind of. Um, well, I'll just I'll quickly. I mean, mm. there's a little a bit of interesting history with yeah. this, so oh, yeah. I'll, I'll try and quickly there's go through it. There's a lot of neat stuff about but, this particular um, film. I guess you could also. Sort I mean, that, that kind of goes for a lot. You of could think of it films, as but... sort of the 25th anniversary yes. yeah. film in yeah. a way too, because 62, the first yeah. first one came out. Um, this is 87. Um, so it was written by Richard Maybaum and Michael G. Wilson. Uh, mm. Michael G. Wilson was one of the main producers of the Bond series at that point, or had become, um, is now. Mm. Um, uh, and he was basically the stepson of Albert R. Broccoli, Cubby mm. Broccoli, who yeah. was the original main producer. Mm. Um, and uh, Michael G. Wilson, basically, and Barbara Broccoli, which is uh, yeah. Albert Broccoli's daughter, uh, they pretty much were raised, you know, uh, under... You raised know, on the bond. Raised <laughs> on the bond, essentially. <laughs> yeah. But the thing, what was what's interesting yeah. is that they, like, worked their way up. Yeah. So, like, you know, their father or stepfather, in Michael G. Wilson's case, um, you know, they he had them kind of pay their dues and start mm -hmm. and, like, work their way up through. Um, and then before they sort of started collaborating. Um, so, um, at this point, Richard Maybaum, uh, the writer Richard Maybaum, had written uh, 12. Uh, mm -hmm. As of this one, this was the 12th Bond film that he'd written, which is every single one except... Um, you only live twice, nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah. Um, live and let die, which is like seventy-three, and Moonraker seventy-nine. Oh. 
every other one he wrote. Mm. So twelve out of the fifteen, yeah, uh, including this one. Um, by I mean, this was... by this point, he died in ninety one, mm-hmm. and he was in his eighties. So by this point, he was already eighty ish. Um, so, but like legacy, like like the Bond series is all about like legacy people. Yeah. Like, oh him, yeah, yeah. Uh, John Glenn, who directed this, directed yeah. eleven previous Bonds. Well, he directed. I think five, five but he'd been an assist, yeah, uh, like, assistant, a, like, a, like a second unit yeah. or assistant director uh, and editor on like many others. John Barry, yeah. who had done, yep, he done the music. Little, the last one that he did yeah. the music this for. This was actually the last one he did, but he had yeah. done all, all the music for... Mo- almost yeah, all. Yeah. Almost all for like the previous, like quite a few. Yeah. Uh, at least 10, if not more. Yeah, he'd done um, most of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, crazy, and, like, so Michael G. Wilson at this point was starting to get like writing credits alongside yeah. Richard Maybaugh because he was kind of working with him. Um because usually, um, even though they have other writers kind of contribute, mm. usually Richard Maimon gets the only actual credit, credit yeah. um, before this. Um, so yeah, and then you mentioned John Glenn, the director. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he, he, he'd been um, an editor and I think either a second unit director or an assistant director from pretty much the beginning. Oh, from Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he has directed five, basically. Yeah. Basically, like, the the last, the three before Four this, this. Yeah. this one, and the next one. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so, which is one more than Guy Hamilton, so he has yeah. the record for the most, <laughs> the most that directed. He sneaks it in there. Um, so, yeah, um, and then, of course, the other interesting thing about this one is we have a new Bond. Yeah. Um, so this is Timothy Dalton. Um, so what's interesting about this is, uh, basically in the early eighties, um, Roger Moore had intended to, uh, retire from the role at that point. Um, but in, uh, 1983, um, which would have been when they were putting out, um, for, for your, for your your eyes only. Wow. That's really hard to say. Um, (laughs) Uh, at that point is when um, Never Say Never Again, which was the unofficial Bond yeah. film, um, which is a whole other story that I can't even really get into because it'll take a long time yeah, to explain. Yeah. That's, that's worth discussing on its own. Yeah. Basically, uh, long story short, there's this unofficial Bond film, Never Say Never Again, because uh, the producer of that film uh, had collaborated with Ian Fleming on the mm. story way, way back. It was actually Thunderball was what yeah. the original story was. Um, and Ian Fleming... And they were, it was supposed to be a movie originally, and then Ian Fleming re- went ahead and wrote the book of Thunderball without this other guy, Kevin McClory, and um, basically didn't sort of give him any real. Well, he got some credit, but he gave, but like he basically just went off without him and did his own thing. Mm. So Kevin McClory like took it to court and everything, and basically got um, a basically to get like his rights over because of the story, and essentially the settlement was that he would be allowed to make a his ball, own yeah. film version of that story mm. but he had to wait a certain amount of time um so he so basically they made never say never again they were able to use all the characters and story elements and stuff mm. like that but they couldn't use any of the things that are specific to the official eon productions yeah. films so like the music the yeah. the gun barrel sequence mm. you know specific things to mm. the films but of course they had all the characters they also got sean connery mm. back to yes. do it which was a huge coup. Um, Connery, of course, had never intended to come back, and that's where the title came from, Never yeah. Say Never Again, uh, because it was literally a direct reference to 
Connery having said that he would, never, never, play Bond that he would again. never play Bond again, and then yeah. here he is doing it. So because this happened, because they were now basically competing against another producer putting out a Bond film, and they've got the original Bond playing the role, they felt that they needed to stick with their established star, so they mm-hmm. were able to get Roger Moore to agree to come back mm-hmm. for, um, for Your Eyes Only. Yeah. Um, and then he stayed for another one after that, um, From A View to a Kill, mm-hmm. which is 85, uh, and then at that point it was like, okay, we, that, cause that one didn't do very well. No, no. It was sort of commercially and, and critically very, quite it, unsuccessful. It's not a great, it's not a great Yeah. Um, well, of course, I mean, he was way past his, yeah. his due, you know, he, he intended it's, to move I, on earlier. And I, I want to say, it's not a great Bond film. Yeah. It's, it's an okay film. Yeah. I'm not, it's I'm not just, too familiar with the It's late, just not later, that great of a Bond I'm not film. super familiar yeah. with the later Roger Moore ones, so. Um, so yeah, so basically now it was like, okay, it's definitely time to switch over now. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the usual, Well, they were even intending like this switch over was like first, like, wasn't this intended to be like, they were thinking about doing a reboot and then yeah. they backed off. Yeah. Of they were yeah. thinking about kind of doing a full reboot, kind of like what they did, uh, in 2005. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So basically what happened was they did their usual search for a new bond. Um, they were, they cast, uh, P- Pierce Brosnan. They cast Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Um, because at the time he, w- he had been doing Remington Steel, That's right, yeah. but like it wasn't doing, years of it, or it wasn't doing yeah. well in the ratings. It was being canceled. Yeah. It was like a done deal. It yeah. was being canceled. Can- yeah. sure. So he was a shoe in for Bond. So yeah. he, so they, so they cast Pierce Brosnan, but once it was announced that inc- increased the Remington interest in the Remington Steel. Steel. So, uh, the network like exercised its option on, on uh Brosnan's, like renewal option, Brosnan's yeah. uh you know contract yeah. and brought Remington Steel back so he had to go do that yeah. so then Cubby Broccoli was like yeah. well I don't want a bond associated yeah. with a well, they, they did, show. I think it was like NBC was the network like they yeah. re- they tried to work and they were like look whatever you need yeah, no, we'll but, film it around yeah, and but, it just Cubby, yeah, and it Cubby, wasn't, Cubby Broccoli, Broccoli was like no nah. he didn't want a bond that was Associated with a current, yeah. like, currently running. Yeah. Well, he said, show. well, it was like the quote was like, like Bond is not Remington Steel, and Remington yeah. Steel was not Bond. So, yeah. so that took <laughs> Rosin out of the running. Yeah. Um, really interesting thing is, is another one of the front runners was Sam Neill. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <sighs> apparently, supposedly, like Michael G. Wilson, Barbara Broccoli, Dana Broccoli, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alberta Broccoli's uh, mm-hmm. wife, who often helped, you know, uh, give her opinions and stuff like that. And John Glenn, I think, yeah. all wanted Sam Neill. Sam Neill, yeah. And and but Covey said no, and he was the boss. So yeah. Um. So yeah. So they went with Timothy Dalton, uh, who I always heard supposedly the story goes that they had actually offered it to him earlier back yes. in '68. Yes. When yeah. they had, were recasting after uh, Connery left, mm-hmm. and that he had, himself had said no because he felt that he was too young at the time. He was 22 yeah. at the time. So now he was like 40, you know, early 40s, which is about the right time, right. Well, right, the right age for Bond. Um, and, uh, yeah, so then we had Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Um, now, the thing about Timothy Dalton is he he was really into the idea of um, bringing in more of the book Bond mm. feel, um, which I feel like they kind of had decided they wanted to go that way anyways to some degree yeah. because the last Roger Moore ones had been so, like, campy and kind of ridiculous mm. That they wanted to get a little more serious, <laughs> which after is a funny thing to say after watching this film. How comedic this film actually is! Yeah, but no more so oh, no, 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 than no, no. any Bond. 
and it's, way less so than the more stuff. I, I, yeah. And way I, less and so. I feel the, the big difference is in it's the character. It's a different style. It's a different yeah. style of The big difference yeah. is in the character, and we'll get to that yeah. very shortly. And, and I, it's, the Roger Moore stuff was getting very campy. Yeah. This was just, like, like kind of uh, funny. It's much, that, it's much drier. It's much drier, but it's also, like, the, the, the out, like, the sort of semi-outlandish funny stuff mm-hmm. is, a, seemed to be a little more in line with, like, it was a bit more typical of the stuff you saw of other action, like yeah. and movies of the of the late eighties. Absolutely, than being I mean, yeah. If you think goofy. about what else was coming out around exactly. this time, yeah, yeah you know, in very much. Known. Which thinking of like, because kind of after this, like once the Pierce Brosnan stuff, yeah, like they kind of really pulled away, like heavily away from like anything. Like the only funny things were kind of like like dialogue funny yeah like they really pulled away from any kind of physical humor in in bond after this yeah um yeah but no yeah uh, so yeah so and, dalton was all about like mm-hmm. trying to stick more to like the yeah. book character feel yeah. um the big difference you'll see with this bond is that it's always business first yeah yeah there are times where like where you know you see a bit of the kind of like ladies man bond like at the beginning yeah, yeah. part with the mm-hmm. you know where he oh lands he on the lands ship. on the girl's boat yeah, and yeah. then he's like make he, it two he hours calls in, <laughs> yeah he calls in and he's like you know i'll meet for a debriefing in an hour and then and then yeah, the yeah. girl's there and he's just like they're making two, two. Yeah. so i mean there's still some of that bond stuff but it's like he, he always like even the stuff with um with the uh miriam yeah yeah yeah, yeah um karen millivoy yeah karen Milovi. Um, like even the stuff with her, like he always he's always about like getting the job yeah. done first, and he's well, he's quite like firm with her. So much you know? of like the the sort of the stuff like like throughout the majority of the film, yeah. like him like kind of like, like he doesn't just like flirt her. with her for no, no, like no. for the whole movie. Like no, no, no. he usually and does, even like, the reason most other he Bond is do. is because to get information yeah. out yeah. of her. Like it's, and and he's it's, very yeah. like he's very like yeah, serious yeah. when it yeah, comes yeah, yeah. to the actual work. He he doesn't just like sleep his way through the film like a, like a lot of the Roger Moore stuff was yeah. very and I and that may have been like especially towards the end but... and, and and that may have again been maybe a bit more of the times the seventies yeah. Bond versus more eighties sure. Bond but you know um, so the, well okay to, to be fair not the Sean Connery is really any better but... so so the opening when when, <laughs> when, first, when first watching the opening yeah, yeah the gag opening did you get what was going on with the 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 where they oh, okay which, which part the like, very very opening like the, when they're the, on the plane the, the pre-credit yeah where they're on the plane and they <coughs> and like they, the whole thing the whole yeah, pre-credit yeah. sequence well, and they were attacking and they there was i did not get what was going on i literally had to look up like, like a story synopsis to like figure out what the hell was going on oh, oh, oh. it's like not explained it's they like, just drop you in and i was like why are why is there like What's well, a training exercise? Right, they're they're. Mm-hmm. It's like the double O. The double seven and double O one of the other double O's. Yeah, and then that's the other thing I didn't get is one of the double O's that's it turns out to be like an assassin that was yeah. like implanted. How did they not know? Like, there's only three of them. Yeah, how did they not? Um, it's like I was, just, and it's not like so like confused. They, it, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this right off the bat. Okay, I, I really enjoyed this. It was a super fun movie to yeah, watch. Yeah, absolutely. This was two hours of some of the most convoluted Bond. Yeah, plot. I actually really I, liked the plot. I, in this movie. I really enjoyed the plot. 
But holy cow, the hoops yeah. that are jumped through once I to lo- get to where they're going. Once I got like a description of what was going yeah. on in that opening, then you know I was the fine with of it. This felt like? I was okay with it. It felt like it was like... But I didn't get it we when were, I was watching it. It was the... It was like we were actually watching the tail end yeah. of like a previous Bond movie. Yeah. Like we're starting, it's almost like a TV show, how yeah. sometimes like they. I found it, it really like confusing. The, the first 10 minutes of this movie are the last 10 minutes of a Bond movie we've never seen. Yeah. I thought it was really confusing, but, uh, but it was yeah, cool. No, it was, like it, it had the very, feel, it, was, it had yeah, the, you and, know, and, the uh, style. It was uh, good. It, M's desk on the plane. Yeah. Uh, that which was is like funny. a callback to. And then uh, as soon as the hatch door, yeah. all his papers blow everywhere. Yeah. And it was, it was just like, how did he not know that was? I, I still... It's, <laughs> but it was like just this kind be, of like because like I'm gag not, callback almost. Yeah, although I did find out that, you know, recently I was confused. Yeah. But I did find out recently, Robert Brown, this was actually the third time he played him. He had to actually yeah. replace Bernard Lee a little bit yeah. earlier. But because of my lack of familiarity mm-hmm. with the later more ones, mm-hmm. I'm still like really not used to him yeah, as yeah, M. Yeah. So like when I see him, I'm just like, I don't think M. I'm just like... Yeah, who yeah, is yeah. this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It works. Um, um, uh, title sequence. What do you think of that? Uh, title sequence was was good. Uh, I like the song. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Best known for Take On Me. Yeah. Some <laughs> uh, some real interesting uh, music stuff about, like, like some like, trivia stuff I was reading about this <laughs> is... Uh, I've got a few things to yeah, say about uh, the music. Well, uh, <laughs> the, the well, like, specifically, like, Aha uh-huh, doing the theme song, they actually recorded... Two well, there's um, they, there was like a creative differences um between uh, uh John Barry and yeah. Aha and the oh yeah there's the song two, they were there's two mixes yeah like, the mix of that it. is actually used in the title track yeah. was something that he went and just remixed their song yeah, yeah. and the original song is like on one of their like albums yeah, yeah. or something like that yeah um and you can tell yeah it, it is a real good real super eighties it's got the the yeah. keyboard well in it's there. because it was it's a real good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's coming off of the because um, the "From View to a Kill" yeah. uh, song was done by um, uh, Duran Duran. Duran Duran, and yeah, that was like yeah. a big hit. Yeah. Um, well, uh, they originally went for they were gonna they were talking to the Pet Shop Boys to do the the the, the lead song. Yeah, and they were like really interested. That would have been interesting. But they they were only gonna do it if they could do the whole soundtrack. Right. And so and they were like, no, that we just want really you just want you for that. And so they were like, nah. Sadly, that yeah. probably would have been better than what happened. Yeah, uh, I I liked it. I like I like the song. I wasn't. Yeah, the song was good. I'm not. I'm not a big fan generally of the James Bond intros. Yeah. Like I can really take them or leave them. There's a few that well, like, the, are, are the, really the good. One, the old ones are classic. Yeah, there's a few that I I really like, but for the most part, like. I understand that, like, they have become, like, this sort of, like... Yeah. I mean, they're, like, this legendary thing now, of course, mm-hmm. after dozens of movies. Yes. Um, but, to me, they've always just been, like... Like, it's a James Bond opening. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's uh, artistically filmed. Yeah. It's... I find very often the style very at odds with the rest of the movie. Uh, well... Like, it's it's... Here, here's here's my thought on that. And, but but at the same time, like it's a credit sequence. The, Who cares? The title yeah. sequence in this, for yeah. example, yeah, was interesting to me because it's a lot darker mm. than what they usually do, which is usually more colorful and kind of like fan- F- fancy, kind yeah. of fancy and colorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I thought this was, was cool. like a lot of black and white, a, a lot, lot of, of yeah. black, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was cool because I thought like, oh, that sort of it, it suits the kind of approach mm. that they're mm. taking. 
the darker approach. I mean, I know that it seems weird to say that this movie is a darker approach because it still seems, (laughs) as you said, there's still a lot of like comedic moments and stuff, but compared to what they had been doing, it's much darker and the character especially is much darker. Um, you know, and, and so it it was cool how it sort of fit in with that. And yeah, I like the song. Um, my issue with the music, (laughs) I mean, compare like everything's like, uh aha, like, okay, big eighties bands. Yeah. But, and you think, oh, the song for James Bond. But, like, it's a good song. It, they, they did a really top-notch job. Yeah. And compared to, say, the song from the last James Bond film. It's the only... Which was... Oh, like, the most talk- recent. Oh, yeah. Well, which was talk- just... Like, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I but, believe, actually, we did on a previous podcast how it yeah, was just a giant turn. Uh, yeah, I think I, I think I may have, like, thrown up a little <laughs> a couple times. Because you know. it won the Oscar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's actually when we talked about but, it. But... Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Um, but, yeah, um... I think it's funny that this yeah. this and Take On Me are the only two AHA songs uh, I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, the, my issue with the music, aside from the song, is twofold. I feel Take On Me, not only good song, mm-hmm. would have made a good Bond intro, also sounds like the name of a Bond film. <laughs> um, Timothy so, Dalton, 007, Take On Me. <laughs> yeah. So my issue with um, the music is twofold. Yeah. Uh, they tried something new, which was kind of like, you know, being hip with the times mm-hmm. of having these kind of like electronic rhythms mm-hmm. along with the orchestral music all the time yeah. through the whole movie. And it didn't really work. It just didn't sound like I love 80s like electronic mm-hmm. music yeah. and rhythms and stuff like that and, mach- and synthesizers and drum machines and all that. I love all that stuff. But it did not mesh well no. with the, the Bond music um, at all at this time. I, it, the other problem they, I they, had... I think they should have committed maybe a little more yeah. towards the... Yeah. the other, if they were going to go with the electronic stuff, commit towards yeah, that. Yeah, it needs to be a little know, more experimental. It would have it fit with both the intro and the outro song. My other issue is that... Um, I don't know if it's actually the full Pretenders or if it's just like Chrissy Hines. But there's two songs. It, it I think they're full I think pretenders, pre- pretenders. Yeah. And there's two songs, and one of them I don't remember what they're called now. But one of them was like considered, um, you know, like that they were well because they were considered to, that they were going to do the main the main uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. song. Um, but then it was decided that Aha uh-huh, what might be uh, mm-hmm. more like viable as a hit. Um, but my problem with the damn Pretenders song is. They use it constantly in the movie as actual music yeah. existing in the music in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just playing in the background of like half the scenes. It feels mm-hmm. like, and it's always that one little snippet of the song. Yeah. So I'm like, really? Like just? Oh my god! They just they just rammed it yeah. into the ground. It was, okay. If there was a man, is the one that they do. Yeah. I, that, it's no. the other one though. Yeah. That's uh, if there was a man was. The oh, song. Uh, where has everyone gone? If where, I have a man, is the is the that's the closing credit. That's song. the closing yeah. credit song, yeah. and that song's awesome. Yeah. 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 The other one, yeah, where, they play the man? same five seconds about thirty times in the movie, mm-hmm. and it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, small bit of trivia: Pretenders also on one of their albums does a cover of "Live and Let Die." Well, that's awesome. I'm sure they They did. should have done that for I'm it. sure they did a great job on it. I'm sure but, they did. Yeah, no, they, yeah, that was – it was very noticeable that oh, they kept that using that so same clip annoying. Of, yeah. Um, so I like, um, you know, um, all the sort of like Cold War era, yeah, you know, yeah. Czechoslovakia and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, Czechoslovakia? That's not even a thing anymore. anymore. Yeah. 
Um, and but just all the stuff about like getting over the borders and mm-hmm. the whole like defecting, lots of defection, lots of and, lots like, of borders full of heavily armed guards. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, Koskov is our character, which yeah. I guess is kind of the villain. You're not really supposed to know that at the beginning of and the movie, but it's one of those like the twist is like i i felt ashamed that i didn't see it coming yeah. knowing like oh it's a spy movie it's a bond movie yeah, but you only know this what is... they tell you to, it, at the beginning true, so it's not your fault they it, deliberately it, they made you sympathetic to his character way too easily yeah. i should have known something was going on yeah uh that was played by um oh uh uh, Jer- uh, uh, uh uh, Jerome Crabbe. Yeah, you've seen him in tons of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. A... He was in um, in the Fugitive. Yes, yes. he was like the, the, Doctor. The... He was Richard's like Richard friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. who like helps him, mm-hmm. but he's actually the one behind everything. Yeah. Same kind of thing. See, this is exactly. why he always yeah, yeah, yeah. don't trust this guy. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he'll act as your friend, but he's actually betraying you behind your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's done a lot of stuff like that. No, had, this had a really great cast. Uh, when Q showed up, it yep. was great. Yep. It was great to see Q again. Yep. The the, Desmond the, the good old, yeah, Desmond Llewellyn. Llew- um, is it Llewellyn? Llewellyn, oh. yes. Uh, also Welsh. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, you know, should be yeah. said. Tim Dalton was our first Welsh Bond. Uh, yeah. Although his accent in this is ridiculously yeah. posh. I think it's kind of hilarious. Um, I, I literally Someone... laughed out loud multiple times because of how posh he goes yeah. with his accent in this. Uh, John Reese Davies, also Welsh. Also Welsh. This uh, is the Welsh Bond yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing, playing, they a, playing just... a Russian, playing a Russian. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I they mean, they don't try too hard with the accents. No. In this. I mean, I, I feel that's a maybe not maybe up until maybe like the the reboot yeah. that was kind of a Bond staple yeah. where like we're gonna say where you from where you're from yeah. in the movie like you're Russian or you're whatever but just use whatever accent yeah, yeah. like they I mean, were never they too. would kind of do yeah, a little yeah. bit they would just do generic foreign feel, accents also, yeah and I feel like John Reese davies but you know what it was more about the actor unless he's and the really playing a Welsh character yeah. his accent is kind of ambiguous anyway so it, was, it yeah. felt okay oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah it didn't I, bother me at yeah, all yeah, it's yeah, normal yeah. but I just think I just think yeah. it's funny uh the rebel leader played by uh, art Malek <laughs> Yeah, he was awesome. As soon as they went to the prison, mm-hmm. where like I was like, I mean, because he's in there, he's all like, like all like yeah. dressed in the bad clothes. He's got the huge unshaven. I was like, holy crap, it's Arm Black! Yeah. I had no idea he was in this. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, we have the uh, the new Monty Penny. Yeah, uh, Car- played by Carolyn Bliss, mm-hmm. um, who replaced uh, Lois Maxwell, who yeah. had played the character from the beginning. Yeah. This was so literally this the first new money penny. Yeah, so in like twenty five years, mm-hmm. um, and it's also uh, she's only Carolyn Bliss who who plays money penny in this was only like twenty five. Yeah, so she's by far the youngest uh, money penny. Still is. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other ones have been like in their thirties when they started. Um, and uh, yeah, it was sort of an interesting. I like how they kind of used her because she was wasn't just. They still did the thing of like you know she obviously has a bit of a thing mm. for for Bond. Oh, but, they clearly but they played they that don't really. Yeah. They don't really you know directly address mm. it. Um, but I like how they sort of they gave her something to do apart from just being sitting at her desk outside yeah. M's office yeah. and being a secretary. Yeah. Like she actually well, looked, she was essential. She to went to finding found, the yeah, yeah she yeah, like yeah. found information and she like came back and yeah. it, it really reminded me of like how nowadays how it's always like there's the you know. Like, it's always the sort of, um, 
the hacker that yeah. you like go and get your information from like mm-hmm. you know a lot of the superhero things have that and stuff like that it reminded me of that so i was like oh that's cool they're they're actually sort of using her in a different mm. interesting way you know she's a very small part in it but yeah giving her uh, something very, different very, to do like, she's in it like a little bit at the beginning yeah it's not like, long at all not very much screen time but i like the idea of giving her something interesting to do yeah. other than just like being, being, there, being M yeah, secretary yeah. and like kind of money pennies having because having money one always little in this. flirty yeah. scene with with Bond. Yeah. Um, the ghetto blaster. <laughs> like, come on. Immediately, like amazing. First, yeah, yeah. Like, it, like speaking of like you know, oh, like seeing where that was going. I I kind of saw where that was like, going, but like it was that was real good. Call it the ghetto, ghetto blaster. blaster. Yeah. I was like, and, yeah, and, it was something we're working on for the Americans. Americans. Yeah. And <laughs> so the way, good. Like I swear, like there's almost like a like like Dalton, like Daltonist Bond, yeah, does, almost does this like 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 that's ridiculous, yeah, like somewhere between like are you kidding me or like yeah, like it was just awesome. like this like raised eyebrow, like it was, Ooh. It, it was great, it was great, bro, no, no, um. So yeah, uh, someone... Gates' movie lovely. You exa- know exactly when this movie yeah, takes place sure. because what other Bond movie would there be a Ghetto, ghetto Blaster? Ah, yeah. uh, you yeah. could have had him yeah. as far back as you know, probably the late seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, some other stuff that I have down on notes: um, uh, the kitchen fight. Oh yeah, the kitchen fight between yeah. uh, Necros and uh... yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> it was a bit of a different kind of action. Yeah, they, action beat. that was like kind of the that was the one like big like james bond's awful awful james bond's awful james bond's james bond james bond movies always have like kind of the one big like fisty fight between mm. like two of the characters interesting is like this one it wasn't between james bond and no no because yeah. it was then they're going coming to, to yeah. steal koskov back yeah basically. yeah 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 well rescue koskov yeah. basically but yeah. you didn't know that at the yeah, time but it's the way it's they presented played that really well to kind of because they of course they were trying to fool everyone at the double O, yeah. that that they also could fool the audience at the same time, which was a nice. Yeah. It was one of those real good cases of, and I feel this is something that movies generally kind of do a bad job of now is not letting the audience in on it. So your your you get you get you're you're playing along with the kind of the quote-unquote like victims of whatever was going on because you assume that what you're being told is true mm-hmm. kind of a bit of a, a proper like unreliable narration scene where yeah you you you, you only know as much as you know, the victims because they don't um you don't get you, we never got to see the scene where necros and yeah uh see like contrast and, like, they, that they, they say, and versus like most movies now like they kind of show you everything ahead of time yeah and contrast that for example with when we did the episode, because we did an episode on uh, From Russia with Love, mm-hmm. much, much earlier Bond yeah. films, like the second ever. Yeah, this is yeah. the 15th. Yeah. So, you know, 13, <laughs> 13 films, 13 films ago. Um, contrast it with that, where you have scenes with all the villains, yeah. just a scene of just them by themselves laying out their the, whole, the plan whole plan and talking yeah. about exactly what they're going to do before they do it. And, you know, totally different mm-hmm. sort of style. And this is, like, you, you, it's actually, you, you only they only ever show you villains stuff when it's absolutely essential towards uh building up the villains as characters yeah but plot elements 
you're you're never privy to yeah. the villain's meetings. Well, that's why, like I yeah. like I said, I really yeah. like the plot to this. Yeah. I, I I thought, which the, means you get a lot of James Bond time in I this. Thought, yeah, you do, and which I think I don't know if that was just they felt like because they had a new Bond, they wanted give him to, as much screen time yeah. as possible. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Um, the whole Red Cross thing, how they use the Red Cross as like cover, the the, the bad guys. Oh, oh, um, right, right. That was a big thing oh, oh the the uh, apparently the the, Arab, the rebels the, the yeah, 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 yeah the apparently the um not, or the yeah, afghanistan is that, no is not that in it? afghanistan earlier than that like the the actual like koskov and necros and all of them that are that are supposedly oh, right, K- right. kgb sorry. yes yeah yeah right? KBG, they're right, using right, the red, red cross, cross right right sorry like sorry yeah, cover yeah. not real red cross, red cross no, so no, they're no. posing as the red cross and yeah, um yeah. and that apparently uh the actual red cross was mm-hmm. none too happy about that and no they looked oh. into like ways to like legally stop them from doing that oh, and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Uh, That's um, pretty funny. Funny, uh, funny. Uh, uh, adjacent to that is because they're uh, they're very like oh the Red Cross is very about to say. vehement. I just about, I just recently read an article like yeah they're they're like the copyright of like the white with the Red Cross on it yeah. is like they are super litigious and, about using and, that and even just referencing yeah. like there's a band there's there's a band called Red mm-hmm. Cross yeah. Um, and they had to like change. They had to like uh, add like a D to the word red and change like the C and cross to like a K. I think it was Jeez. before they were allowed yeah. to. Because originally they just called themselves straight up Red, red Cross, cross yeah. and the actual Red Cross like yeah. went after them. Yeah, I, I just actually read an article. So it's a bit bit of a green jello kind yeah, of situation. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I read an article just recently about. So yeah, uh, they are very hardcore. How about hardcore that. they are on uh, video games using the Red Cross symbol for like health. Yeah, and how straight up like not a lot like there was yeah. a time when you could sort of get away from it and like it just they will be all over you for yeah. that yeah so i thought that was interesting because yeah, yeah they, they apparently did not like being associated with, with uh bond villains, bond villains. <laughs> i could sort of see yeah but come on it's just a fictional yeah, you know. well exactly uh the aston martin yes yeah they yeah. the the, so uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Nice one. Well, you see him putting it together earlier. Yeah. On, so it starts and out. Put the roof on. Well, what happened? And Q is, banks his head on it. Yeah. Well, what's funny is they reference the fact because it's the V8 Vantage, mm. um, which was actually discontinued not long after this. I think it was. This was like um, what was last it? year. Yeah. I think um, they they first came out in like the late seventies, and then yeah, yeah. this was I think the last production. Well, because this wasn't a because. I think it was actually like an 85 or something is what they used because that's literally like all All I had was left. But what's funny is that it starts out as a V8 Vantage, which is the the uh, the convertible. Convertible, yeah. yeah. And they talk about how they're winterizing it. Yeah. Um, But then later when it reappears, it those are actual the ones that they used for the filming later Mm. are actual regular V8. Saloons. Oh, and saloons. Okay. Um, and they just put the Vantage badge on it <laughs> so that it would match. It's so that, that it, it, it so looked right. So you can the... imagine that yes, it is the same car that yeah. they showed earlier. earlier yeah. And they just winterized it, it yeah. putting the roof and everything mm-hmm. back on. Yeah. Um, but in fact, they were completely different cars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, some great, uh, some great Aston yeah, Martin stuff lot, in this. A lot of good Those gadgets were pretty the, sweet. The, the rockets, the laser, we the wheel lasers. <laughs> okay, that was. So, because they're they're making their getaway, yeah. the lone cop car spots them. Yeah, I mean, that was actually uh, one of the things. The funniest thing. Um, very often in movies, uh, you see that where like they'll mention something, and it's it's sort of a, a foreshadowing to something that happens much later. Yeah. In this, every time 
he would just say something and seconds later and that would it. be the case yeah. it would immediately like I hope we don't get caught the next car that passes him on the road spots yeah, of, them of like, hilarious and then I'm like, oh, he's got the laser. Well, I wasn't sure at first. Like, he hits laser. Yeah. And I wasn't sure at first, like, what yeah. that. And then, it, like, the laser comes Where's out. The laser and I'm like, out? oh, he's going to pop the tires with the laser. No, it cuts the top off the bottom of the car. I was like, that's, like, that's the case of, like, like it borderlines on a little slapstick yeah. but well that but, but whole like, sequence like while very good from like an action and stunt point of view that car has a laser that powerful mm-hmm. why is he just using that all the time that's uh, a very bond <laughs> yeah. thing. but it was it was really but good yeah, how like then, they stop the car and they just go cheering off yeah. that was really good yeah. and then and then when they go the whole thing when they go onto the onto the like the frozen lake. Oh, the frozen lake, and he dropped the this. Well, because he loses the tire. Yeah, and he does the he big cuts, circle, and he yeah, cuts cut, it. Cut yeah, the yeah, ice, yeah, and they, yeah. the other car drops now, through. I'm I'm not sure if that was like supposed to be like. Is that was that a gadget, or no, was it just a case? It's just of, using the wheel, yeah. just using yeah. the wheel to cut through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut through just two some, feet some awesome, of ice just, with a, with that awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. James Bond driving. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. and like, then the car. Just, so like that sequence. And then the skis come out, yeah. and the tires get knobbly, yeah. and then and then yeah. they get the rocket. Yeah, and then they ro- oh, like, he he jumps. He does the jump. Yeah. yeah. Now that whole <laughs> sequence was silly. Yeah. But like from like a stunt action point of view, oh, it was it was, it was, it was awesome. Great. It, it was, was very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It was very, you know quite it, quite it, mo- lots of this movie is full quite modern modern to a degree. You yeah, know, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. as much as you know from the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely. It wasn't like a sixties action. No, no, I definitely feel like 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 the. Like, what they did with the car in this was a precursor to, like, all the car stuff that they did yeah. in, like, the Pierce Brosnan and stuff. Yeah. Like, we're going to we're that, gonna, we're gonna make the ramp, car... Yeah. Like, they just kept ramping it The up. car is a co-star almost yeah. in the action, you know? Yeah, it's, it was cool. Yeah. It no, was it, was, cool. it was really great. That yeah. was great. Um, I, I like the scene, actually, that immediately follows, too, where they have to use the cello case. Yeah. And the cello as, like, a toboggan down yeah. the hill. Yeah. Um... That was good. Yeah. Uh, we have nothing to declare. Yeah, we're not, except so, the cello. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. tosses the cello up over the, yeah. the thing as they go underneath it, catches it, yeah. and then yeah. Um, evidently that I do. Uh, I do like research. the whole thing about when he he picks her up and she insists on going back for the cello. <laughs> the cello yeah. And then and then it he's was, like he's like stuffing it in the back. He's like, why didn't you learn the violin? The violin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The violin? Very bond. Barely fits. Very yeah. bond line. Yeah. Um, evidently that the, the downhill, um, scene with the skiing with the cello in the cello case, it took three days to film just that scene. I can see because, it. Because, like, yeah. they kept having to, like, yeah. to reshoot and do different shots. Oh, yeah. There's and, a lot yeah. of real advanced the, the, stuff They had to do a, this, like, a, the, the, the cello had be... to be, like, all specially constructed well, to stand up to. For example. They actually, it wasn't, like, a pull system or anything. Yeah. Like, all, like, where they're sliding yeah. down the hill, well, they actually were sliding down the hill, actually using a. Well, for ex- fake cello, it was like a fiberglass cello. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because, uh, like, yeah. for example, if you go back to say, like, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, oh. which I love, it's oh. great for like sixties mm. spawn, It's amazing, mm. but there's like a like a tobogganing oh, yeah, scene yeah, yeah. where they they're like racing each other down the mountain, and it's so fake. It's super fake. It's like, so yeah. Like it's good. Like it's mm. it's exciting and everything, but it's just really fake. And then, mm. but this was like it felt like an actual stunt, which yeah. it was. Uh, which is really cool, and there's a lot of that in this. There's some really impressive stunt stuff mm-hmm. in this. Um, so yeah, so of course, I mean, we touched on it a bit, but uh, Miriam Dabo mm-hmm. was the uh, the female lead, the, mm-hmm. the Bond girl, as it were. Yeah. Um, well, and- she's the 
the you don't find this out till a bit later, but she's the general's like girl. Yeah, she's like Costco's like girlfriend. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. he doesn't actually care about her. He's yeah, just yeah, using yeah. her. Um, of course, well, of I, course, because yeah. you gotta, yeah. you know, clear the way for Bond well, to get Because she's in supposed there. to help him escape yeah. by pretending to be the sniper to kill him, yeah. and then you find out later that it's the blanks. Because they expected that Bond would, Bond would have killed, killed her, her because, yeah. well, that's what he was supposed to yeah. do. Yeah. But Their mistake is, but is they, 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 they... Well, he uh, spotted right away that she, she wasn't, wasn't a professional, yeah. Yeah. and he's like, I only kill professionals. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so well, he goes, yeah, something like he she, did, she clearly didn't know when uh, which yeah. end of that she rifle. didn't know what yeah what, what, yeah. what end which yeah. end of the rifle no, from she's what. A che- she was a cellist yeah. yeah so he refused to follow mm-hmm. orders and kill her because mm-hmm. he was like I only kill professionals yeah. which I thought was great because again that that's that is right in line with the sort of Dalton wanting to really kind of be like more like the book Bond yeah because in the book Bond in the books Bond like while he had you know that license to kill as mm-hmm. one always has. And, um, he would certainly exercise it whenever necessary. He hated killing in yeah, the yeah. books. Like he would never do it unless he felt like he mm-hmm. needed to, he would, he wouldn't hesitate. No, if he needed he to, yeah. he would do it. Absolutely. No yeah. problem. Right. Yeah. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like cagey about it, mm-hmm. but he was professional. So he was like, if it needed to be done, he would do it. If it didn't need to be done, that yeah. he wouldn't want to do it because it's like that's that's killing. That's like not yeah. something to be taken yeah. lightly, right? But it's in a lot of the movies, well, especially the early movies, he's very cavalier about it. And he's just it, like, yeah, whatever. But th- like that's you know, one of those like action movie things. Yeah, it's a different feel. It's a different feel. But it just shows you because like Dalton was definitely trying to yeah. stick to the the. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always it's one of those hilarious more. action movie things where it's like any given bad guy in an action movie kills. You know, is out to kill the hero, yeah. but then the hero kills all the bad guys. Yeah. So the hero's a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. Hey, Luke killed a million people with one shot. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Just blew up a dead um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so. Uh, it's, it's the, it's the, 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 always the, the video game problem. Yeah. Where the hero in the video game kills far more people than the than bad, the bad guy was guy ever, ever killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if you stop them. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, so what did you think of, of her character and uh, her, her as a as an uh, actress? Fine, I really like how uh, she immediately didn't, like, like fall for Bond. Like, she, yeah. was, she, was, she was attracted to him, but, but her loyalties were with... As anyone as, would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, Bond. It's Bond. Um, I, yeah. Uh, but uh, you know her loyalties were with, absolutely with, uh, yeah. the general and however deluded she may have been, well, it's not her fault. But he had treated her in such a way absolutely. that it, it was clear to her. That, oh yeah, you know, very carefully. You know, and it turned out a whole bunch of that. Like for example, like what the cello was. Like her, she thought she had this amazing cello, but it was a lie. And oh no, it was. It was just it was bought by. Oh, the, that's right. It was, it was bought the was by bought the arms dealer. dealer rather than by, by yeah. him. Yeah. Well, because the arms yeah, dealer, the arms dealer is Brad Whitaker. Yeah. The American. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you always know because there's always so few Americans in these movies yeah Yeah, everybody's European it's always like you know when it's like oh it's the American you know other than Felix Slater yeah Uh, Um, I I thought she was a bit weak in the early part and I thought she got better better definitely later on once they actually started giving her something to do Mm -hmm. the the Afghanistan stuff especially where she actually started to like like super like the whole like basically once she found out basically once she found out the actual truth about Koskov and she was fully on Bond's side and helping him like she was much more like she really stepped up and was like more actively like a more active participant she mounted the rescue operation for him basically because 
when she took off. Yeah, um, I like the parts where she got mad and and like started speaking Russian. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. angry. Like yeah. that stuff was good. Like, but I I thought a lot of other stuff <laughs> what is was a little mean? weak. But <laughs> the rear end of a, the back yeah, end. Yeah. Of a, did you just call me the a horse's, horse's ass? ass. <laughs> yeah, that's good. As if Bond wouldn't have you know, no one Russian, Russian, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fine. He's uh, but. But yeah, um, yeah, the Afghanistan stuff was great. Yeah, yeah, um, that was that was good. I, I again was, a further like a further another con- plot convolution thing. to the plot line. What? You're just it like was, what? it was. It was interesting because like by the time okay, it was clear that uh, the general was in league with Brad Whitaker's character. Yeah, or with Brad Whitaker, uh, John yeah. Joe Joe Don Baker is yeah. the guy. Uh, again, like that. I, I feel like he's a, that actor very, like, I've seen him play that kind of role, like, oh, yeah. so many times. Um, I, you were like, oh, we're going to start wrapping this up. Surprise, we're only like an hour into the film. Haha, ha, there's still another hour to go. Yeah. We haven't even gone to Afghanistan or any of that. And then we're like, they go, and I'm like, now we're in Afghanistan? Where is this film going? Like, yeah. it just goes. Like, they just keep, yeah, I thought, like, I like lo- they keep I really... slightly, like, 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 getting you like teasing you with a resolution yeah. and then and then like a complication takes you to another country yeah. another you it know. reminded me a lot of um and yes i realize it came before so yeah. it's it's a reverse mm-hmm. it's a reverse reminder but it because i'm more familiar yeah. uh it reminded me a lot of like the film of casino royale yeah yeah where it was just like it just kept getting bigger yeah. and you moving around mm-hmm. to different yeah. places and then like more and more happens and well that's what i mean like more earlier more like how into, like how it like, like seems is... simple initially and then it exactly kind of like how it yeah, goes from... ballooning out mm-hmm. yeah yeah no. yeah i really like the plot of this yeah i mean uh, everything all that stuff all that the whole all thing that of him, stuff of great. like yeah. of him then like teaming up with pushkin mm-hmm. and then like faking himself assassinating pushkin so good, yeah. and like all that stuff Right yeah. to get the to, well, which to was a super lucky move because they didn't even know Necros was coming to kill him. No, so, but they did know the intention was that it would uh, basically yeah. um, that it would draw them out. Well, exactly. Right? But because it was like one of those like if Pushkin, Bond had been just a few seconds later, yeah, he Pushkin really would have. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was per- it was good timing in that <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, but but they were doing it deliberately to draw them out yeah, because yeah. they knew that if once, once Pushkin was dead, was dead they were going to continue on with yeah, their plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but. Uh, the uh, in the Afghanistan stuff, um, the explosions, like the actual explosions oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff, those were so good. Yeah, because uh, something that you don't often see is uh, usually in most like action movies and stuff when there's a lot of explosions, uh, it's usually always locked down cameras, mm-hmm. often multiple, so that you can get different mm-hmm. ang- angles, different and, like, cuts, of and, each. and draw out the explosion a bit yeah, longer. Because yeah. well, in real the, life, the, explosions the cut are like where they'll show an explosion, like and then show from a different angle. Yeah, and show from, I mean, that's, yeah. So usually you know, they'll have like a dozen cameras or whatever. Trope, yeah. But usually they're all locked down, right? Mm-hmm. And you get a very static thing. I loved how uh, you actually saw the blast in the camera shots mm. in this. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. You, it would literally disrupt. Well, it yeah, it yeah, would yeah, jump yeah. the picture. Because well, they, they did so many. And you would, many like, of... feel it. Like... They, were do- they were doing so many because it was, like, I guess maybe uh, because there were a lot of it was, like, especially when they're getting, like, the chase there where the, 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 the like, the, the AFVs were, yeah. you know, shooting at the horses as they were. Like, there was so much motion going on. Yeah. To do that, like, to really get a good shot of showing, like, the horses running by as an explosion is going yeah. on. That single static, like close static camera worked really well. Yeah, and so like you'd have scenes where like there'd be characters in the foreground doing something like mm-hmm. like fighting or whatever, and then like in the background, 
boom, this yeah. huge explosion, and you would actually see the yeah, shot yeah. get disrupted. Well, like, like people's clothes and like stuff would like yeah. it would move like and you would like, see naturally. like the, yeah, the, yeah. the actual shot go like and yeah, just yeah. kind of like like wobble. Yeah. And I was like, that is awesome because yeah. you usually do not see yeah. that in movies. Yeah. Like that was really, and I mean, I have a, you know, <laughs> completely. I mean, it's one of those kind of like maybe a little less safe to do and, it. And now. if you have, if you have like you know a, a sound, you know, a, like a subwoofer or anything like that, yeah, yeah. and, and like oh, decent, yeah. fairly decent sound system, yeah, like yeah. you could really it just goes boom, and it's like whoa, those were awesome. Yeah. Um, so then there's like basically the the finale is like the plane, mm-hmm. the plane stuff. Yeah. Um. So you know. Yeah, that was that was th- that was. Probably the only part that I felt was maybe a smidge, like, I, I, I like, drawn out a little more than it yeah. needed to be. Like, them fight, they were, like, hanging off the rigging but, and fighting. Like, but you could see that, like, obviously. Also, explain to me. All right. Now, we didn't, he, we didn't, n- n- nobody knew mm-hmm. that he was going to need that bomb. But he's like, I have, fly the plane straight, because he's in the plane with, with her. Yeah. Uh, and I have to go defuse the bomb. He goes in the back and closes an open door. Why didn't you just throw the bomb out the door instead of having to rifle through all the stuff and find it? And then maybe, maybe and then did he like secure the bomb to the? No, it was just in, it was just in one of the, the the packages. And then later, he after the fight with Necros and Necros mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> got the boot. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he climbs back up. Yeah. Closes the gate. And then starts rifling for the bomb again. Yeah. And like, get, leave the gate open, just throw the bomb out. But as it turned out, we didn't know this. He needed that. Seconds later, he was going to need that bomb um, because he drops it down on the bridge. Right. And blows up the bridge. But it was just very like, I was like, why didn't he just throw the bomb out? But uh, up until he defeated. Because yeah. he goes back and he says, so maybe he has, that was part of the plan. plan? I don't know. Um, I mean, the also, plan originally was just to also, destroy I was, the plane. I, I think that the, yeah, well, that was the whole point. Right. But um, he got stuck on the, on the plane. plane. That was and the all the thing. stuff he, he was, well, all the heroin away. he was going to destroy ended up getting just yeah. littered out all over the. I mean, yeah, I mean, most of it was destroyed because they did. Was, yeah. he, he flew the plane into a oh, mountain, yeah. so uh, not on purpose. But. Uh, well, yeah, um, <laughs> almost twice that so, first mountain. It, oh yeah, yeah. I, I like how like he told her to fly the plane straight, yeah. and it was like clearly she took that literally. Even yeah. if there was a mountain in the yeah. way, she was flying that plane hey, straight. She's uh, a master cellist. Not, not again. Not an air. Not an assassin. Not a pilot. Not a pilot. Not a, yeah. um, but, but at the time, but the thing is, is also yeah. at the time when he says he had to go defuse the bomb and. When he picks up the bomb, he just turns two switches off, and it turns it off. I was like, right. oh, he had to go turn the bomb off. That's what he meant. Uh, yeah. He was being I thought it was going to be this, like, no, he oh, was now being... he has to defuse the bomb. I was like, he was well, being... just turn it off. No, because okay, it's his well, own explains... bomb. Well, that explains... He was being prosaic. Uh, yeah. I, that explains why he didn't have to throw it out of the yeah. plane, because it wasn't like... All he had to do was turn it off. It was, wasn't going to be... Because I, I assumed it was going to be one of those scenes where he's, like, trying to, like... Yeah. And it was like, no, it was just collect turning like, it off. Like yeah. in... Like in uh... And then, because later, Click turns it on and blows up a model bridge. Yeah, like like in... Yeah, like in Goldfinger, mm-hmm. when he has to defuse the 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 dirty bomb yeah, yeah. that's going to irradiate Fort Knox. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he diffuses it with uh, zero zero seven yeah. seconds left on the clock. Yeah, yeah. classic. Uh, uh, neat thing about the uh, or interesting uh, bit about the plane, mm-hmm. and I, I I saw this while watching the movie, and then had to go confirm it later. Is they use two different planes, uh, all the ground shots and all the. Um, shots of like the plane like actually flying in the air where it was a C-130 yeah. and then it was a smaller plane for all like when they were like uh, like hang- when they were hanging out the back and him and okay. Nicholas were fighting yeah, yeah. and all it was but the what tipped me off was 
it went from a two inch into a four inch in playing back and forth okay. as they were. And I was like, and the bit, it was, what, what fun See, I didn't notice was, that because I was very absorbed the, in the, the final, actual well, fight. The, what, the, the final bit, well, the, pardon me, that set me off mm -hmm. was, um, it shows them, uh, it does like the, through the cockpit window of the plane and it's a two engine and then they run back to the Jeep and they do the, they come down low and they do that awesome like parachute exit with the Jeep out the yeah. back of the plane. Yeah. Um, and then it shows the plane like fly off and suddenly it has four engines and then it flies in. Right. And I was like, that's weird. And so I looked it up and it turned out it's because uh, getting a C-1 and all the, the flying shots were a model. Yeah. And it turns out like renting a C-130 was like way out of their budget. And so they, they went with a plane that interior and like cockpit would like would have passed. It was fine. Yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, but yeah, absolutely makes but sense. But the actual yeah. stun because oh, so you can tell that it's a real stunt that It's they a real did. stunt plane. Yeah, I mean, it's was... obviously stunt people, I mean, and I'm you're sure... You're not supposed to... Like, how they... Like, like the parachute like deployment is, like, actually how they drop, like, vehicles and stuff out yeah. of those planes, like cargo and... You're not supposed to do that with people in the vehicles. No, 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 no which I'm not talking about that. So I'm talking about the actual fight. Oh, 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 like, where they were on the harness. hanging yeah, yeah, back, yeah, yeah. you know, out yeah. of the plane. And you yeah. can see, like, you know, that yeah. they actually yeah. have people yeah. in the air... Yeah. Fighting on the back of the plane. Of yeah. The oh yeah, thing. that was clearly stunt. I was like, that is off the back of a plane. Yeah. You yeah. know, that yeah. was really impressive. Like, obviously, you go to the close-ups, mm. and, and then they kept cutting to like the the thing breaking and yeah, breaking. I mean, and breaking. you go to the close-ups, and it's the actors, and that's yeah. obviously, oh yeah, yeah that's obviously fake. Yeah. But but I mean, yeah. like the the wide shots where you, it's yeah. obviously stunt people. Yeah. Like, that was good. That was good stuff. I was like, that was a good. Hot damn. I mean, I mean, clearly those guys were probably harnessed to everything in the song. Yeah, they probably had. Probably had parachutes, uh, parachutes yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because they, they had mm. like bulky yeah. clothes, right? Yeah. For that, and they were all scene, the, so. the shots were all far enough away that you yeah, know. but it was still, it was still, but it's still yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, they're still physically out there, yeah. still doing it. Hanging they're off still the back out of the plane, hanging out the back of the plane, yeah. in, you know, in Not the for elements. Me. That, I like to be inside the plane. It's it pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that was yeah. Good. that was a real good fight. And then, um, uh, yeah. Although I am curious too, why Necros is holding onto his boot? Yeah, and he starts to like the boot. He starts to. It's like. Why didn't he just go? He's surrounded by rigging. Why didn't he just? Well, grab I think that at that rigging? point he was already kind of slipping off. Yeah, yeah So it right. was just like we had been because they've been fighting, right? Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. beating them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he and then cuts he the cuts, boot he cuts off. The laces bit by bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, yeah, he got the boot. Yeah, that's classic yeah. Bond one-liner yeah. after vanquishing a. Yeah. a bad well, there's always one like the 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 when he like takes out like the. I guess you could say like the muscle, the bad yeah. guy muscle. That's always where like one of those one-liners. Oh, comes absolutely. In. Yeah, he my, got the point. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he got the point. Is still yeah, my all-time favorite. Yeah, yeah, which is from from Thunderball. From he, Thunderball, he shoots, yeah. a, he shoots the, the harpoon guy gun. with the harpoon gun. He's <laughs> yeah. like, I think yeah. he got the point. Yeah, it's classic. Um, um, but yeah, he got the boots. Pretty good, pretty good one. Yeah, and uh, you know, and then yeah, and then that that where they yeah, and then there's the exit. super mega happy ending. <laughs> That was very odd. Yeah, well, Everybody's happy. Everything's yeah. good. Well, it, well, because they go from there. Because after that is where he has to confront. He confronts the uh, the arms dealer. Yeah, yeah, Brad Whitaker and the and, American. And <laughs> like, you definitely. Knew, oh, I forgot about that scene. Actually, that's a good because they, action you knew, scene too. You knew that, um, like the shootout. Uh, that that scene was going to come, and actually, I. I thought actually that scene was going to be more elaborate. Like yeah. that scene wraps up very quickly. Well, it's, they already kind of did the climax. That was all the plane well, stuff. But, but the, we, the yeah, reason I thought it was more stuff. because when when Pushkin comes and he wants, he's like, I'm taking the, I'm, I want the money back. I'm not taking the arms. Like this whole deal is off. Um, and uh, he shows them like all the trays of all the fancy guns. I was like, oh, 
those are going to get used later. Yeah. And then, like, only one of them, only one yeah, of them. Yeah, but it was still pretty cool. Really I did. mean, yeah. at that point, considering it was basically, like, a denouement, it was, yeah, 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 it yeah. was pretty cool to get in. Yeah. It was, like, a bonus extra mm-hmm. action yeah. scene at the end. And, uh, yeah, and then that's where they, Because yeah, Bond hadn't really, all up. Bond hadn't really gotten to do, like, any big sort of, like, real yeah. shootout scene at that point. Most of it was chase scenes yeah, and, and exactly, fight scenes. Yeah. So... And then yeah, and then they they uh, he's got like the the gun with the shield on it, and and then yeah, it was cool. Gets crushed by the statue. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, ruins all his little men. Yeah. As a collector of little men, I was like, no, <laughs> you've ruined all those little men. It reminded me of the whole thing in, with him doing like the like Civil War it, like like model reenactment stuff. Yeah. It reminded me of um, Ben Horn in Twin Peaks. Yes, yeah, yeah. Went, Like when he went crazy. And yeah, he yeah. That. He had all that. I was yeah. like, I was like, no, it's just like Ben Horn. Yeah. Um, and this came first. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of my um, few years. Uh, but yeah, no, that was, and then, you know, and then Pushkin comes in and then, yeah, uh, yeah. The and, and what's his, uh, the general tries to like, whoop, touch Mike, yeah. uh, and tries to like, oh, you rescued me. But yeah, of course, yeah, like yeah. the jig already off. knows. Yeah. 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 Take, oh, take him back to Russia. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in, 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 in a, in, in the diplomatic, in, in the matter bag, which like, you know, yeah. code four, take him back and shoot him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, like. It was so weird, and then there's like it's the super mega happy yeah, yeah, ending yeah, yeah. where it's like everyone's just like, oh, yeah. well, what a great little. Yeah. I was like, that's a bit unusual. Like, like often at the end of a Bond yeah, film, she gets she gets her concert. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, often at the end of a Bond film, you'll have like you know, say you know, Bond and the girl get together and yeah. they get to have a few minutes alone mm-hmm. or whatever, and that's like usually all you get. But it's like in this one, it was just like everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's just like and, hanging out, and, and they're all the, like, the, 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 like M's there, and then yeah. at the end of the Arab leader, yeah, yeah. General, shows... General Gogo, the the head of the KGB oh, right. from like the he, previous films, yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was shows neat. up. That was neat that he was there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. whole thing was about like Pushkin was supposed to be like the new head of the KGB, yeah, and he was replacing General Gogol, who yeah. who had retired, yeah. but he was actually from the other movies, yeah. and then he shows up in yeah. the end. And it's like, no, don't worry. She was all afraid. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't, no, no, don't worry. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Like, and they, then Art Malek shows up, and yeah. it's like, oh, we had some trouble at the airport, and they got their ammo belts. Yeah, on I know, it's it was, hilarious. It was very like, yeah, is this a dream sequence? I, I, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> it's the super mega happy yeah, ending. Yeah, yeah. I was like, which was kind of cool. It was kind of cool because it was different, but it was like it seemed odd tacked onto the end. <laughs> Of like a fairly standard, like sort of serious, semi-serious, like bond like film. right at like when they take away the general yeah. and uh, and Pushkin and Bond are both like like you know like you know crisis averted. Like you almost could have just rolled credits right there, yeah. and then like no no we're gonna go with that, yeah. which was I mean it was fine. Well, it I mean you good. do have to have the scene where 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 they get together, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, because that's always you know. Um, but uh, but I only get. There was uh, Bond actually did get a good fist fighty scene outside of fighting Necros on the back of the plane when they were. That's fight- what I mean. Is he had like fight scenes? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in the they, prison and they chase scenes, yeah. but he didn't really have like, they, like gun battles. Where they finally got to, he finally got to use his stun gas. Yeah, yeah. Because I was starting to think like, did they just forget that yeah, they gave him the stun gas? Yeah, yeah. And and they fight the uh, the, the prison guards there in the crazy. Big- the crazy prison... Oh, like, what, that guy? Warden or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a little, uh... They snuck in a Wilhelm scream there. <laughs> yeah. When they, they kick him into... When he kicks him into the uh, the prison. Um, yeah, that was weird. Yeah. That, bit, scene, bit of, that scene was weird. I, I, it was... It was a... It was a pretty good like, fight though. scene. Well, it was a good fight scene because it also like they duoed. They because it was that was right after she realized she had been betrayed because yeah. she was also going to go to the prison, yeah. and so she was like, 
you got a bit of, I felt it was like she's taking her initial her like her like anger now oh, all yeah. around. And she like takes a bucket and just nails that guy with the oh, yeah, bucket. Yeah. Kicks his helmet off and nails him with the bucket. Oh yeah, no, it was yeah. funny. It it was and, entertaining. It was no. just kind of silly. And then well that and then that scene I guess because at the right at the end as they're leaving they throw the keys to to Armalek and yeah. that kicks off like their ability to get rescued. Yeah, yeah. And, which actually led to a uh, when they do their escape. He also gets to use his his super key there. His super key there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that whole device like totally came into play there. Yeah. Uh, when they do their escape, they grab the 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 stairs like for getting onto an airplane, and I'm like. That's the worst getaway vehicle. What do you do? Oh, and then he pulls up to the gate and they climb over the gate. Because yeah. I, I was at first really confused. Like, was it? Like, where are they going <laughs> Don't worry, with this? They thought they of thought everything. Of that. Yeah. I was just like, where are they going with this? Yeah. That is not a good. I thought, like, are they going to use that as like a ramp? I've, and, like, seen, I've seen worse yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. vehicles. But it was like, good. oh, like, oh, clearly, yeah, it made the most sense because they yeah. were able to get over like the. the the barricades with it yeah. you know they just climb, they literally used the stairs as stairs and climbed over the barricades with it um but yeah the, the, because like they go like so many different places and there's so much going on in this movie you get so many like great little scenes of like this thing yeah. and this thing and the, this thing the, and... the dalton films to be completely honest um i'm not sure how much i've seen of them like period like like this i know i know i've seen both of them but i remember almost yeah nothing. exactly i mean yeah. this movie like i remembered bits and pieces but i felt like maybe those were the only bits and pieces yeah. i'd seen kind of thing um because there was like not a glimmer of like i, pro- I would have seen this most of it i would have seen this probably just after it came out on vhs yeah. so probably like 88 89 maybe like yeah i'm I not too familiar with them i know i know the the Connery ones really well. Yeah. And I know, like, uh, right. the early Roger Moore ones mm-hmm. really well. Um, and, I mean, that's that's the yeah. main ones. I've, obviously, I've seen, like, the newer ones, too. Mm. But, yeah, so, for me, it's kind of interesting on that regard. Um, and I kind of want to watch... I kind of want to watch License to Kill now, license, you know, even though I know it apparently was not I'm... nearly as well-received. Apparently, yeah. it wasn't nearly as good. But... Uh yeah, I kind of want to watch it. So, well, it's one I'm a little more familiar with, but I, I kind of, yeah. I, I do want to. I, I just want to see it, like so. how it sort of compares because mm-hmm. I want to see what people say that this one was the good one yeah. and that one's the not so good one. I just want to see how yeah. they compare, not being that familiar with either. Yeah, um, it is like knowing like the other roles that Timothy Dalton has taken. Like he more often than not plays a bad guy. He's uh, definitely like you could have seen how he may have been ill fitted for the role of Bond. I think he does a tremendous job. Yeah. Like, well, I think that he just did a different, mm-hmm. and it wasn't quite what people were looking for at the time. Yeah. So I think it was just a little bit, like I think like this this film did critically well mm-hmm. and whatnot because they would have seen that yes, it was quality. Mm-hmm. But I think for like the general public, maybe they weren't because it wasn't what they were used to. Mm-hmm. You know, even though the the more stuff had already started not doing as well. Yeah. Yeah. But. They needed to find a way to kind of, you know, I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say because they all kind of start good, you know? Like, Connor was great when he started. Yeah. The not so good towards the end. end. Roger, Roger Moore, Moore, great when he started. started not so good towards the end. end. Right? Timothy Dalton only got two films, but apparently, from yeah. what people say, one was good, one was not so good. Pierce Brosnan, great when he started. 
not possibly so, the worst Bond movies not so good ever at the, end, at the end. Yeah, right. So it's kind of a uh, repeating guess, cycle and, here. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, and, and, so maybe it's for the best that Dalton I mean, didn't I do anymore. Yeah. Only did two. The only way to avoid that is just do the George Lazenby. It's going to be in one. Yeah, it will. It will be a Bond film. It, you will have nothing else to compare it to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, because yeah. for, for him, like, my only issue well, with that film. Uh, uh, License to Kill was 89. Nine. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. usual two-year cycle. Yeah. So yeah. by that point, um, it was, they were already pushing, like, in almost into the 90s <laughs> yeah. of filmmaking. It was after that that then, then, the, then the hiatus happened. The hi- yeah. So yeah, it, yeah. Was six, it was six years. Six years, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was 95 for... Yeah. So, um, which had, you know, just had never happened. Mm-hmm. Like it had literally never been more yeah, than two, every two years for like the only time it was five years at this the, point. Yep. Yeah, the only time it was more than two years was, uh, there was three years between, um, uh, man with the golden gun and spy who loved me oh, 74, okay. 77, Seven but there had only been a year between, um, live and let die oh, and that's right. the golden gun. That's so they right, had yeah. kind of rushed that one out yeah. and then they took their time with their next mm-hmm. one. Um, was there a, so break. it's still average. There, there was a break between the last Pierce Brosnan and the first. Uh, uh, well, only three years. Oh, was it only three years? Not too bad. I feel like it was more than that. But I, I, the only thing is, is, is there was more um, Daniel Craig Bonds. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, wait, he's done quite a few now. Yeah, four. Four, yeah. I was thinking, like, oh yeah. So he's right, he's yeah, he's matched yeah. Brosnan. Well, he did four. Now. Yeah, him both him and Brosnan have done. Yeah, four, so yeah. he's matched Brosnan now. So. Yeah. If he does decide to return, he'll 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 surpass yeah. Brosnan. So yeah, we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and I guess I don't know. Like I feel I, I guess you can say that. Like I feel like maybe the last yeah, bro, or like the last Daniel exactly. Craig one. Exactly. I feel not, like it's probably uh, time. Like, like and it's kind of unfortunate because like plot wise, yeah. it was a real great film, but just was didn't stand up to like casino yeah. royale well, or, or and that's like what i think those, is know? like it's they just... all start out really strong and then they kind of go yeah. down so i mean i think maybe <laughs> what it's is t- with that what i is, think i mean i guess it's maybe a case of if you look at these as all if you take each actor, and they took their time a lot yeah. more with these ones and too. if you and if you look at like the the daniel craig stuff averages more like three, three years, years apart, apart yeah or like, more like far enough apart like you almost have time to forget the previous one yeah, a little three, three or four um you know and uh, if you take each one of the Bond, like I mean, in the early days, they act- made one actors every year. as their own series. <laughs> first five, they, they do really suffer. From, the first four, they, they made... do suffer from classic sequelitis, where yeah. like the fourth, the fourth uh, Terminator film, not as good as the first yeah. one. The fourth, what well, it, like the, it's always the, the first know. four Bond films were made all just like. Y- year a year part like, like blind, they came blind, out blind, every yeah. year for the it first a, four it was years a year, yeah, yeah. and they're all classics yeah you know but those are different times I, and it was a very different fresh. kind of and that was the beginning film. of the series yeah, so that yeah. was really fresh then yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so um, oh but i guess you could also but having a franchise film yeah but you know in that era yeah that was brand new territory oh yeah you know to that degree especially. yeah exactly yeah. like it wasn't like now where because they didn't have to, they didn't feel the need to one up themselves. They didn't feel like we're just going to make four great films. Yeah. Now every like the third ball, the has third to, has, has to be bigger, has to and, better, yeah. and which of course is almost always a recipe. for I mean, disaster they sort of did that with the early ones to a degree, just naturally because like the budget would well, get bigger yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they'd be able to do things. 
but but not in the same sort of self-conscious conscious kind of way, way. Yeah. yeah where it's like oh we gotta one-up ourselves yeah. yeah no not 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 really they more concentrated just on having a, a good you know a fun it is one of those things fun where experience i feel that like the desire like their desire to one-up themselves and this goes for any series any like franchise is i feel that's something that's much more in the heads of uh hollywood than in those of the viewer yeah like well, if, there's no way to if, know, really, because all we have, do it. All yeah, we have yeah, is yeah, what yeah, they yeah. offer us. Yeah, so, you know, I, I mean, possibly, maybe the Marvel movies are a good show of, like, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3. Those movies won't necessarily one-up themselves every time. They're more or less the same degree well, they of do, action. Yeah, and, I mean, they do get bigger. I mean, bigger. the budget. They get bigger. Yeah. They get more, yeah. more action. You know, but, but then again... Iron Man 2, not as good as Iron Man 1. Iron Man 3, not as good as Iron Man 1. You know, yeah. um, it is always hard to beat the original in, in any franchise. Well, because the uh, things that make Iron Man 1 great, because Iron Man 1 has almost no action. Well, The things that know. make it great is how it handles yeah. the characters. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. way, you know, and the way they interact and the, the plot and everything. Like, that's what makes it great. Yeah. It's not the action or the effects or yeah, any yeah. of that stuff, it's, you know. Yeah. So... That's the kind of what's mm. missing in the other ones. Yeah. Anyways. And I guess maybe that's a maybe that's, that thing maybe maybe that's the issue with Bond is maybe yeah. sometimes with the sequels, yeah. they focus not enough on Bond and a little too much on a spectacle of a film. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Oh, I definitely agree. Yeah, but, um, uh, yeah I think but, yeah. I think maybe it's a good time to move on. I mean, I like Daniel Craig. I'm I you yeah. know, if he really wants to stick with it, um, you know, by all means yeah, you know give it another chance, but Maybe go back and look at some of what they've done, and, and maybe try and, and build on that a bit. Is there and, any books they have yet to adapt, oh like God, a la no. Casino Royale, that they, they ran could out. really? No, they ran. Out they out. ran out. Of they ran out long ago. Yeah. They ran out. Uh, Is there any books that they've adapted poorly that we could read? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, considering it's time for a re- are, we're going to get into the remake territory of. Well, they've um, already. I mean, the, the I guess, Daniel Craig stuff is already probably, technically rebooted. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, you could technically remake older. Yeah stories with mm-hmm. with newer with him or with the next actor well the well the, some of those early movies may have shared titles with books yeah may kind of not didn't always have a lot to do with necessarily no, so, the some, source material. sometimes they're pretty close yeah, um, yeah other yeah, times was, they're kind of like so so yeah. mm-hmm. and then in certain cases like the spy who loved me yeah literally only the title is the same, the same is the same thing yeah but that's very deliberately, that was actually contractually insisted upon oh, okay. by by uh, Ian Fleming. Mm. Because if you read the book of uh, *The Spy Who Loved Me*, it's it wouldn't work. No, like, it doesn't fit it as doesn't. a Bond film. It's a completely different type of thing. I love it. It's really good. I would really recommend. But it's not really a Bond story. Oh. It, he's he's like a supporting character in it, oh. really. Um, but it's really good. Like I would actually recommend it. So, but, you know, like a like a spinoff Bond. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sort of feels like a spinoff of Bond, mm-hmm. but it's really good, or at least I think it is. But the film is really good too. Yeah. But it's a totally it, it's different, completely different, it's a completely yeah, original yeah, story. Yeah. So, um, but Richard yeah. Richard Maybaum himself kind of like, you know, uh, you know he was. I mean, he said it sort of jokingly. So I mean, don't take it as like that he was had a big ego or anything. But he kind of, he was very recognizing of the fact that he had written, like, so much Bond material that, like, he kind of just knew how to write Bond material. At that point. And so so it was like, he didn't need to necessarily have a book to base it on. He could the, he could write a story. He literally could have probably come up with a different name. Yeah, like he, he just happened he could, to have he can it write available a, to He them. can write yeah. an original story and make it 
a Bond story yeah. just because he knows how to do a Bond story, right? Yeah. Um, so he didn't necessarily need uh, material to base mm-hmm. it on um, at that point, you know, because he'd written so many of them. Um, whereas, like, the early ones tend to stick a little bit closer to the books. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. they just, they eventually ran out of material, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ian Fleming had to go and die. And, How uh, inconsiderate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, it's the great story about yeah. when, when, when Ian Fleming was in the ambulance yeah. uh, on the way, you know, to the hospital and you know he wouldn't really yeah. make it very far um and he apologized to the like EMT. the ambulance guys yeah he apologized for inconveniencing them uh, yeah <laughs> as he's dying basically sorry to bother so um you know yeah. i mean maybe that's the, the gentleman, gentleman, maybe that's the a gentleman to the last yeah. um and maybe that's the problem ultimately with the future of bond is i don't think you there have is no a... source yeah. Like, they're never going to stop as making co- Bond movies. Yeah. But... I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, as long as, like, they don't just do a string of, like, garbage. That'll never know. happen. I, yeah. They'll well, be hit and miss. Yeah. There will always be good ones and yeah. bad ones. Or, like, not as good, good ones. Good ones, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it'll ever just completely go down the toilet. The toilet. Yeah. They, they, they're too willing to change things up. Yeah. And, like, if worse comes to worse... They just, put, just they recast, put, or they just won't do, make them on for a while, or you know, yeah, we, or we, just have, have another hiatus. We, yeah. yeah, like whatever you need to do, but yeah. I don't think it'll ever really go away a hundred percent. Nor do I think it should. It's, it's, a lot of it's, people it's say, both too much a valuable property yeah. and too much of a um, like people want to see them. Yeah, it's you iconic. Know? It's just oh, such yeah. a tradition. Yeah, you know, people, what, people what other want to make series, Bond movies. People want to see Bond movies. What other yeah. series of that sort has been oh, you yeah. know being made for over? 50 years yeah that's crazy you know and and that you know still can get Mm -hmm. interest you know like there's nothing like it there's literally nothing like i mean the closest thing to it is like doctor who yeah in terms of like that sort of like ongoing forever iconicness Mm -hmm. you know in in its own space obviously they're not in any way similar no 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 to each other but that sort of level of like commitment forever ongoing iconicness you know Mm -hmm. Um, like we're just gonna keep. We'll change the actor if we need to. Yeah. We'll. So I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I think. Yeah. I mean, I've heard people try to make a case of like, oh, maybe it's just time to retire entirely. Yeah. You know, it had its time, and let's let's move on to other things. And it's just like, no. Yeah. Why? Like. Yeah. You know. They'll make them just because they made one that's not quite as good as some of the other ones yeah. once in a Look, while. Look, they've done that before. It's fine. Yeah. It's and happened. you know what? They'll recover. They'll make another good one. Yeah. You know? It's whatever. Yeah. You know. Whatever like, happens. Like this one. Yeah. They recovered from the Roger Moore era. Yeah. And they made a really Timothy Dalton came in, made a really great bond. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had I, good fun. It was good fun. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you that there were times where it was kinda of like, Well, that was a little bit maybe a little sillier than it needs to be, considering that they're trying to go for a more serious, serious you know, it, approach. It, yeah. But, but but at the same time, like you know, it was fine. Like, yeah, and you gotta have you gotta have comic relief. Exactly. You know, was, you can't be too serious. And also like knowing films from like from that era yeah. very well yeah like oh th- this is what audiences want want to see yeah like you know or we're, we're used to seeing anyway yeah. you know, no, it's, it was good that it was, was good like, i really liked it yep it was awesome it's, it's good to because this is i think this is the first bond that we've talked about since um yeah, pretty much since episode yeah. seven other than just sort of the occasional like uh, well we references had references and i i believe at one point we had a we talked a lot about maybe that was the double, maybe was, I was going to say our 007 episode our our episode seven 
Uh, where we talked about like the future of Bond. I couldn't remember if that was then or when we were talking about Bond. Yeah, the I mean, we've, we've referenced a couple of yeah. things. We've, we've no. you know, had some no. small... Because I think it was around the time when there was like hubbub yeah. about maybe Idris Elba was going to be the next Bond. Yeah. And, uh, I could still but yeah, But yeah, it's it. You know, it's... it's there was a, a, talking about Tom Hardy now. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, he says that if he does it, though, he wants Christopher Nolan to direct. That would be a different Bond. Sure, why well, not? Well, Nolan is actually a fan of Bond films, and and there's this the scene in um, mm-hmm. the scene in uh, in um, Inception mm-hmm. when they go. There's that level where it basically is a Bond. Oh, film, is a Bond film where they right, go yeah. and there's like the fortress, and yeah, they're yeah. like going down the snow, the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the mountain. And it's the snow it's and so like much that. a Bond it's film. It's straight yeah. up a Bond film. Yeah, yeah. And just the sequence contained within uh, Inception. Uh, uh, I'm not even exaggerating. And, the, and that's on, I'm not even exaggerating. And that's by a design. Bit, but with without when if somebody brings that scene up, my brain just puts Daniel Craig into the scene, <laughs> and it's like, oh no, wait, yeah, it's not actually wrong, <laughs> wrong not, actor, not actually wrong film. film. Yeah, but no. yeah, like apparently um, that is straight yeah. up. A reference oh, to it's, it is it's supposed to be it is so much it's as, supposed uh, to be a Bond, James Bond, like a Bond style because yeah. apparently Chris Nolan does actually like the Bond films so who knows maybe yeah, he would it could do be it. good yeah, yeah. maybe he would do it who knows yeah. but uh, yeah. we, we don't know what the future shall bring yeah. what the next the next Bond will be but yeah yeah so yeah definitely uh, the Living Daylights yeah um, if you are a fan of Bond films you've probably seen it if you are. Yeah, Maybe you haven't seen it in a long time. Long time. Go back and, and watch it. And if you're just getting into Bond films, it's a it's a good one. You know, say if you're going through them sequentially, maybe take a break from Roger Moore for a bit <laughs> and and uh, refresh yourself. Yes. You know, he only did two. You know. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, no. Uh, I'd recommend just skip. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stop at the watch, end of the seventies and skip Roger right Moore to up to up to. Uh, well, through the Spy Who Loved Me. The Spy Who Loved Me, and, and then, then skip yeah. the last like four or whatever four, yeah <laughs> you'll be fine yeah you won't miss anything they're, they're, they're best watched more as a curiosity than as a <laughs> yeah. But yeah so uh so that's it for this week mm-hmm. uh next week for episode 83 yeah we are going to be watching cronenberg's um uh, david, Ma- david yeah, cronenberg's Ma- map Ma- to the stars next to the stars and uh yeah uh, his most which of course because of our technical film. issue we've, we've already we've actually recorded we've that already one. done recorded that episode <laughs> yeah, yeah. but um and uh, coming yeah. shortly yeah um so until next week um uh, my name is chris uh my name is emmett <laughs> cheers bye-bye <laughs>